You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Dropping the ball on the final show. Tapped Out. On the BetQL Network with Brendan Tobin and Jake Noaker. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine, and you for the next hour and 20 minutes. If you like football, don't worry, I'll keep you updated. TCU, the Horn Frogs, up on Michigan, 51-38. to 38. Although Michigan is making moves with four minutes left right now. They are in the red zone as they get all the way down to the four-yard line. First and goal, Michigan, four and a half left. They're trailing 51-38, to 38. so... And that game might get to 100 points. Congratulations if you have the overs in that one. As we're talking about the hours leading up to 2023, there are some fights that I just got to see in 2023. And let's start with the guy you just talked about, Hamzad Chemaev. I got to see him fight Colby Covington. I kept telling you that last year, as we were doing the show, that I think Colby is a top 10 pound-for-pound fire in the world. I just think his timing's bad. I just think he ran into Kamaru Usman. He had a couple of chances at him. It didn't go great. And also, I'm not taking too much away from Usman in that Leon fight. Like, I still think that Kamaru Usman is an all-time great, and I think ultimately he's going to get the belt back sooner than later. But before that, I want to see Colby fight Hamzad. I think Hamzad wins the fight, but I think Colby gives him all he wants. Yeah, I'm curious to see if Colby would take that fight because Colby's very picky about the fights that he does take, but I feel like, you know, we've, we've had some cardio questions with Hamzat. Now we have, you know, questions about whether or not he could even be in the weight class. I assume you, we're, we're going to see this in 170 in this scenario. Sure. Um, I would love that fight. I mean, absolutely. I think Colby definitely has the tools to get it done against a guy like Hamzat. I think it'd be a hell of a lead up um, and, and it would be a fun fight promotion. So I would hope that Colby would accept that fight. And um, yeah, if he wins that, then I feel like, it completely reinvigorates people back into Colby and whoever's the champion, whether it be Leon or, I mean, if Camaro gets it back, I know that's a tough one to say, Hey, let's do Camaro again, but that's definitely the, I mean, you're pretty much undeniable. If you're, if you're going to give Hamza the title shot and not Colby, that seems kind of bogus. Speaking of fights, there's a fight in the Fiesta Bowl, Michigan touchdown. So they cut the lead to seven as it's 51 to 44 extra point pending. 51-44, Michigan, 3-18 left in the Fiesta Bowl. We'll keep you updated on that one. Then another fight that I had to see, I assume he's going to come back because we've been talking about it now for a 1-2 going on almost three calendar years. Bones, John Bones Jones, widely regarded as the best MMA fighter of all time. When he comes back, there's a few different fights that we could see, right? Like they could build him up a little bit, his first fight at heavyweight. They could throw him against Stipe or something like that. I just want to see him fight Francis right away for the belt. That's a fight I must see in 2023. John Jones and Francis and Ghana. Totally agree. 
Um, I don't think there's a better answer for this segment than this fight because you talk about, first of all, something we've wanted to see forever, which is John Jones at heavyweight. Then you talk about John Jones against just a pure power puncher. We've been wanting to see that forever. Uh, we wanted to see him versus Rumble for the longest. Never really happened. Like, what is the counter to John Jones's, you know, brilliance in the octagon of, you know, movement, the 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 type of point fighter that he is, all the types of ways he can break you down. Well, a guy just who has just absolute bombs in his hand, and it's surprising. I think you know. It's it's upsetting that Francis had this injury because I think he stunned so many people with the way he was able to be gone that we we kind of want to see what's the next evolution of Francis. And then you talk about wow, if you're able to beat the goat, like what kind of what kind of status does that do for you in the sport? I'm glad that we've kind of cooled on this whole him going to boxing thing. That was stupid. And you know, I get it. People see the boxing MMA paydays and they go nutty. That would have been so short-lived because of what Tyson Fury would have done to him. This is where he can really establish long-term greatness, and that would start with beating a guy like John Jones. And if John's able to do it and he's able to beat the scariest guy in the sport, I mean, then you're talking about, I think, maybe an untouchable legacy for anybody to 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 uh, to reach with, with, uh, with everything he's done already in the octagon. Crazy to see what the odds would officially be when that one goes down. John, I think. The greatest of all time comes in as an underdog. I haven't seen him in a while. He'd be coming up against Francis Ngannou. And it wasn't just Francis that got hurt in 2022. Now that you mentioned in the heavyweight division, my boy Tom Aspinall, friend of the show, yeah. got hurt also. So, you know, it, it was, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. 2023 becomes really interesting, particularly in the heavyweight division. If John, if Tom, if all those guys come back, you mentioned Cyril Gone. There's still a bunch of guys and they got to get that thing all figured out. What fights do you need to see in 2023? All right, I know you're going to get mad at me, but hear me out. I'm already right? mad. Yeah. Come on, let me, let me just say what it is first, all right? Yeah, but, yeah. Conor McGregor. Okay. Everybody's going on this yeah. Michael Chandler thing. Forget about that. Conor okay. McGregor versus Jorge Masvidal. Hard Rock Dude. Stadium in Miami. You're That's what I need to see, baby. Come on, you're talking about an all-time lead-up. You got a striker v. striker. All right, that's what we want to see when it comes to Connor's comeback. A winnable fight because you all think that Masvidal's washed, even though I think it could be Connor McGregor. You're telling me that you wouldn't, everybody wouldn't be buzzing about that fight. You're talking about the two biggest pay-per-view guys right now in the sport coming together. Connor's comeback fight. Do it at welterweights because Connor's obviously way too jacked to be at 155. So throw that whole nonsense out there against lightweights. Come on, dude. You're telling me that if that fight was put together right now, you're not you're not giddy for it. You're not excited for it. Oh, you know, I am. I'm super giddy for it. The fact you're even talking about it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But here's the thing. Those guys, the both, even are. Though they're on, I don't either. Even though they're the both on the decline, that would scare you. <laughs> okay, it's giving me the goosebumps. It's giving me excited. What do you call them? The goosies? Oh, I, guess the, I, gave, I, I gave you the goosies. Yes. Goosies. Dude, that fight, that fight's Goosey's galore. That's yeah. what I'm telling you, you right gave, now. You gave me the Goosey's. Are you happy? You gave me the Goosey's. Yes, I am um, happy I gave you the Goosey's. Welcome. But both those guys are still such cash cows for the promotion, even though they're not what they used to be. That There's not – I can't see Dana actually putting them against each other instead of making money on other fights. Because we talked about before, Connor could literally come back and fight 10 different guys off the top of my head. I mean, he can come back and fight Gaethje. He can come back and fight Poirier. He can come back and fight Chandler. He can come back and fight Mazadal. He can come back 
you know, maybe he's so big, he can come back and fight Usman. Like, maybe he wants to fight Colby. There's so many different fights. Maybe Nate comes back. There's a million different fights that this guy could, could. So, first of all, whoever gets that golden ticket, congratulations. Because Connor's always been the one that you want to fight. And now that he's had the time off and still has the name value, I think that that pay-per-view, whenever it is, is going to sell huge. It's not that I dislike the idea or the fight. In fact, I love it. Here's the problem, though. Another problem that just came up. Most people, you said, think Masvidal's washed, that his chin mm -hmm. might be gone. I'm one of those people. If he takes out Conor McGregor, right, if he's the one that ends up being the undertaker and takes out Conor McGregor, what does that mean about Conor? Like, then how are we supposed to build him up anymore? So I can't see that fight. It's not that I hate the idea. I just can't see it happening. I, I understand that you would say like it would almost be like uh, you know how much lower could it get for Connor? You're losing to a guy in Jorge who's pushing 40 years old. He'll turn 39, I think, in March this year. Uh, lost three straight, but like, dude, like we talk about who have you lost to? Dude, he's lost to the 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 best of the best, and he's lost to grapplers. I mean, like this is is he the only guy in the history of the sport whose legacy gets to be defined by just like one knockout in in, in uh, to Kamaru Usman, who was arguably the best fighter on the planet? You know, like, I, I think that's a little bit weird. And then talking about Michael Chandler, like, hey, Michael Chandler, he's been fun. But Michael Chandler's lost the majority of his UFC fights. Like, you know, so we're going to sit here and we're going to say, oh, it's crazy to put Pitt pit, uh, Masvidal uh, against Connor, but, but not Michael Chandler. And here's the other thing I would say. You make a very interesting point. Okay, you don't want to – you could do Connor's last uh, next fight against anybody. But what if his next fight's his last fight? You're talking about a guy who's uber-rich who's coming off of injury, who's also getting up there in age. How much longer does he want to do it? I would do always with him the biggest fight possible. If it is his last fight, and I know that Nate's out of the promotion right now, then damn it, that one better happen. All right, let's go out to our producer, Jake Noaker. Jake, what fights must you see in 2023? What do you got to see this upcoming year? Got to start with fixing the Bantamweight division, hopefully. Um you know, Aljamain's win against TJ was legitimate. Sure, TJ was hurt, but it was a legitimate win. But before that, I've had yeah. a lot of issues with the division. I thought, obviously, the knee. That's Piotr Jan's win. You know, I mean, he lost. I get it, but mm, irked me. Following that, I thought he lost the fight against Piotr Jan. Again, didn't lose the fight, but I thought he lost, so I was still irked about that. And now we're here, and I just want to see Aljamain Sterling take on Sugar Sean O'Malley because I need – some fresh air in the Bantamweight division. That's good. I'm not mad I at that. that Sean's another guy, though, BT. Like, Sean, even though we all think he's going to fight for the title next and he deserves it, it could be Aljo. It could be Triple C. It could be – I mean, there's, like, a few. It could be a Cheeto Vera, like a rematch for the belt. So, I think Sean's next fight's for the belt. I just don't know who it's against. Yeah, I feel like if I'm him and you've played – the game the way he has i feel like sean's not going to do anything until he gets a shot at the belt like i don't see sean o'malley going and giving cheeto a rematch or fighting any of these monsters at 135 maybe you could convince me if it's an interim title like against like cejudo maybe he goes that direction but i'm with you like you already get this win against Jan. nobody thought you had a chance to win you already slow rolled your career anyway what's more waiting gonna do i think that he pretty much waits it out until he gets the title shot but i love that fight against him and aljo Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me buzz through some of this news real quick because we are going to see Cheeto Vera in 2023, February 18th. Cheeto coming in against Corey Sandhagen. These odds are crazy. <laughs> Cheeto's a big underdog. Cheeto that coming fight. in at plus four. Go ahead. Oh, I just like that excited. fight. You want to talk about the Gooseys? That fight gives me the Gooseys. I mean, that fight is amazing. Cheeto versus Corey Sandhagen. God, this division is good. Not- not only that, but the odds. Like, you can get Cheeto right now. The odds are so good that I just hit puberty live on the radio. The odds wow. that you can get for Cheeto Vera at plus 170 versus Corey Santagan. And I love Corey Santagan. I love that flying knee. He can beat you in a bunch of different ways. You know who else can? Marlon Vera, who hasn't lost in, I don't know, forever. So that's a great fight. A fight that we're not going to see. Uh, Paulo Costa and Robert Whitaker. And UFC 284, that's officially off. On April 8th, we're going to see Rob Font taking on Adrian Yanez. That's a good one. Um, What else happened? Zion Clark, of course, the uh, first MMA fighter born without legs, won his professional debut. And uh, hopefully, as we mentioned, with John Jones and Conor McGregor, hopefully, knock on wood, we see both those guys back in 2023 because there was so much talk this entire calendar year when they were going to come back if they were going to come back who they were going to fight against both those dudes for whatever reason have decided to get huge i don't know if you've seen the recent pictures or sparring sessions from those guys both absolute beasts one hour in the books coming up next the final hour of tapped out 2022 you're locked into the bet ql network